Hi there, this is the Mental Remix Podcast, your go-to conversation on all things mental health, personal development, mindfulness, and arts therapy. Music will be the healer and the filler during these conversations. This podcast seeks to target all the unique situations that we face as people of color every day. While we hope you'll enjoy listening to this podcast, it is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health practitioner. My name is Vicky, spelled V-E-E-Q-I. And I am Jackie Nkosi. Thank you for listening. Um, so this is our eighth episode of the Mental Remix podcast. Yeah, and we have special guests today, <laughs> Malikani, and we're going to be basically talking about um, the exhibition that is that has been taking place in Rosebank. Yes, and it's all about it's all about the mental state of black people. I feel. I don't know. Yeah, it's just about kind of men- <laughs> mental states and mental health and um, our take and our take and interpretation on our mental states and how we're feeling yeah. mentally at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, at different times. As a youth or just in general? I think in general. I think it's it isn't necessary. Like yes, it is done by the youth. We were kind of. A bunch of young creatives collaborating but yeah. I think it's accessible for anybody it should be yeah the hope is for it to be accessible to anybody whether you're older or whether you're younger yeah so I see it's it's based off um because it's titled the the state of severity the fatuous state, the fatuous of, severity, state of severity yeah. occupying a fatuous state of yes severity. Oof, what a mouthful hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've been and trying to memorize you know, it all day. I'm also like, I was like, oh, I got this. I'm so yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's based on the book by Pumlani. Yes. And how did you get roped in on that? So I got roped in by Anne, who is the gallery ah. owner. I'm the gallery director at Tomorrow Gallery. And okay. so I um, approached her through connection, through an internship that I was doing yes. at um, a design agency. Yeah. called Kinetic they connected me with mm. Anne and then I met with Anne and I kind of showed her my work and I was yeah. like this yeah. is young and fresh I was just like this is me I'm yeah. an artist I want to make work yeah. I and think while we're on that it would be mm-hmm. good perhaps if you can just give us like an overview of who Balagani is okay. and what your what your core is what your calling is what your craft is okay and cool. then we can get into and then get into the initiatives yeah. Yeah. yeah so in terms of how I got connected okay so I'll finish off how I got connected sure. to mm. the gallery and then I'll kind of give you the rundown on me um but yeah so it was through this internship I was doing and they knew they knew tomorrow gallery they knew and they'd worked with them yeah. before and um, obviously knew that I was interested in art and wanted mm. to be an artist and so um, they connected me with Anne and Anne was just wonderful and um, and she also really liked my work and you know she was just asking me about sort of the themes that I like to deal with and I was mm. just like all right now it's mental health and she was just like oh wow well we're having a mental health exhibition mm. we have a mental health exhibition mm. coming up so you should totally like be a part of that they yeah. don't have a girl on the team yes. so you know you That's you would great. totally be a great fit for it and then she contacted Pumlani who's obviously okay. the author yes. of the book Such yes. a State of Severity and um, yeah and he really kind of resonated his work really re- my work really resonated mm. with him and he was like yeah totally we should have her on board and mm. then we kind of just started meeting and working from yeah. that point on wow. yeah. and then in terms of me well yeah my name is Balagane Lukwabe I grew up in Pretoria um, and I've always been interested in like art not necessarily final visual art but just kind of I've been always been very exp- expressive and very creative okay. and started out with drama and hmm. I did that pretty much all through primary school and then when oh, it wow. came to high school I went to NSA the National School of the Arts yes. and I went oh. for drama and how um, did you 
moved to I know, right? Arts. So yeah. that's another little story. So I initially went for drama and then I went to like one of the students' art exhibitions. Okay. And there was this drawing of like this emo person with their like hands and their hair and like staples on their arms I'm already with these tattoos and I was just like oh my gosh it was so cool <laughs> and I was it was yeah like for me it was like you got, you got that time at that time I was hooked guys yeah. like, ballet was like in love with that drawing and it was very well done it was very yeah. sweetly done and um and I was like, wow, this is so cool. Mm. I want to start doing this. And I mm. was doing art before, like, you know, when you have art as a subject in school, but I didn't really take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I just, in my spare time, I just started drawing pictures. Mm. Like, I would, like, cut out little images from magazines, like, people's faces, and oh, I would, wow. like, try and copy yeah. it. And I was just, like, drawing, drawing, drawing. And I was just like, wow, Flip, I really love this. Like, I love this more than drama. And I went to my mom at the end of that year. I think it was grade nine, end of grade nine. And wow. I was like, mom, I had this like little flip file that I kept them all in. And I was oh, like, mom, really? look at my drawings. Oh, like, wow. I really want to, I want to do art. I want to move from drama to art. And my mom was just like, no, we have invested so much in drama. Like, mm. and you're good at it. And it's what you love. Like, no, girl, just stick to drama. Sure. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, cool, stuck with drama, but still carried on. I was just like, maybe art is something that I can mm. do mm. on the side, yeah. kind of cultivate that passion on the side. And I just kept drawing. And then I went to her at the end of my grade tenure, and I was like, girl, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is real. This thing is I really real. want to do this. Like, I really, really want to do this. Yeah. Now. Like, please. And she eventually it was just like okay you know it's, it's fine if you really want to do it so then it was a whole process you had to do like an audition mm. and everything it was insane like sure. you had to do a little drawing exam and then i got in and i was just like okay cool and i got into visual art so wow. it kind of started there and i had a really great art teacher in high mm. school and then so obviously it's like grade 11 matric doing art and then it's like oh what are you gonna go study and initially i wanted to study fine art but mm. a friend of mine's mom was just like um she's an artist too and she was just like no you know maybe you know do design like fine arts is a tricky like it's um. a tricky thing like you know it's just like oh that's actually that doesn't sound like a bad idea and um so then i um through my sister's boyfriend at the time my brother-in-law now he was studying at open window which is okay. where i studied yeah. okay and he was just like oh you know um you should totally check open window out i think you'd really like it and my dad and i went to the open day and i was like sold bro like, all those imax But yeah, anyway, I just liked kind of like the idea mm. of like design. I was just like, okay, cool. Maybe yeah. I can like be yeah. a magazine yeah. layout Thanks. person or something. I don't know. I'll go study this mm. degree. So I studied, it was a degree in visual communication. Okay. Okay. And then it was kind of generalized in the beginning. And illustration was one of my subjects. Mm. And I eventually chose to major in that. So okay. I was an illustration major studying visual communication then in my second year of illustration, I um, decided as an extra subject, I want to take motion design, hmm. which is like 2D animation sort okay. of stuff. And yeah, just animating, like designing the way things move. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I, I just want to take this on as an extra yeah. subject. And then I started doing I did first so I was in my second year of illustration but I did first year motion mm. as an extra subject and I really loved it we were doing like stop motion at the time um and then getting a little bit into digital animation and then I was just like wow this is really cool and if mm. I can draw pictures imagine having the ability to make them move exactly. that would be really exciting yeah. so when I got done with my visual communication degree I asked my mom if I could finish the motion, motion design. design one, yeah, which and was, was full, yeah, yeah, which is a okay. full arts degree, 
um, specializing in motion and she was like yeah go for it got very supportive parents I'm oh, very thankful great. wow and so, she was so blessed though. yeah it's such a blessing yeah, yeah. was she at, at she was at the she was at the yeah, opening night because wow. I saw and I was like this yeah. woman looks so much like you yeah, yeah. shout out to my mom that was well, well, mom. shout out to mom yeah, yeah. shout out to mom yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's great she's Aww. like such a amazing oh, support so amazing. Yeah. so yeah then i decided to do motion and then yeah so i have a degree in illustration and a degree in motion design and then how i ended up in like the art world sure. so yeah like it's crazy because my expectation was that then i would go and work for like an advertising yes. agency or whatever mm. or some sort of design agency and just do ads or branding yeah, yeah. or whatever that's kind of the expectation um but then so two of my three of my lecturers who lectured me at the time they own a gallery called no end which is no end contemporary yeah no end contemporary art space in london and they invited me i think it was in my either my second or third year of motion i can't remember but they invited me to exhibit in a group show okay and i was like yeah totally and so i exhibited my work was that your first was exhibition? No end. Yeah, it was like my first exhibition. Wow. It was really cool, so exciting. Like in your second year, I think it was either in my second or my third year okay. of motion design, or yeah. my second degree. Yeah. So then, yeah, so I was like exhibiting with them um, every now and again. They would invite me to come show with them, and then in twenty nineteen. Um, they were like, okay, we want you to come show with us for Turbine Art Fair, oh, and wow. which is really, that's really huge. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And they were inviting me like f- on a more frequent basis to come exhibit with them. Um, so, yeah, it was, yeah, so then I just kind of started exhibiting with no end and like, then they would just kind of invite me to exhibit more often. And then there's also the now gallery which is open windows gallery which would invite me for exhibitions mm. and then like all of a sudden i was 2019 yeah. oh the plan was to so, take a gap year oh yeah, the plan, <laughs> was, to okay. gap. The plan wow. was to gap for 2019 but then wow. all of a sudden i'm like doing all these exhibitions yeah and like, sure it was just oh. an, an organic uh, was transition okay. yeah, exactly yeah. so it's yeah. just like oh i guess like here's some artist <laughs> you know wow. like i guess this is what i'm doing and yeah like god's grace things just kept coming Ooh. my way and then no end invited me to do um fnb Joburg art fair with them oh wow. and then i entered state of the art gallery in cape town there's a gallery called yes. state of the arts and i entered their and that's the one competition one. yes wow. for emerging creatives and then like hey. i won hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was really confusing oh wow <laughs> But yeah, then I won the competition and was, and you won like a solo because you won a cash oh, prize and you won a solo, a solo exhibition. exhibition with them. So I was just like, wow. what? And then no end at the end of last year, which is like, well, we should also like totally do a solo. Yeah. So then it was just like, okay, so now there's like these solo exhibitions sure. that's going to happen in 2020. And I just kind of like, it was a really organic movement mm, into the yeah. world of yeah. kind of fine art yeah. and, and then working with Tomorrow Gallery and... Yeah, I just kind of found myself in that space and then just had to, um, and not to say that it's a space that I didn't want to find myself in, it's also, sure. I think it's amazing, but it, yeah, it was just quite an adjustment having had the expectation of yeah. like, oh, I'll be a creative at a design agency yes. to this is what you're doing, yeah. and kind of freelancing design and doing fine art yeah. and whatever, so it was quite a mental, like, sure adjustment stories <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's my story okay and i guess you fit you fit it in quite perfectly into tomorrow gallery because i mean they with your background in illustration and motion design and they based mm. on virtual design right the, yeah so you just fit in yeah, perfectly right just there. Kind of yeah really worked, so so worked you've already you've already um told us how you got into your your relation with Anne and with Pumlani and the, your whole collaboration mm. rather but I think it would be more interesting for us to understand how or what your interest was to get into or to illustrate mental health yeah yeah mm. yeah I think it was something that I was really struggling with the t- with 
at okay. the time and still i mean it's it's nothing it doesn't like start it doesn't yeah it's like just a simple like mm. it's not a cut yeah. starting and mm. ending but it was a real a real struggle and i think it started around um like 2017ish where kind of my mental health took a bit of a dip because i you know had very i had friends that i was close to mm. and like a very a family that goes to my church that i was really close to and kind of and all these close relationship they had they had to they from the states and they had to move back home and then i had friends who were getting married and mm. then there was this new degree that i was doing mm. and all my friends from my old degree had graduated so there was a lot of change yeah. involved yeah. yeah so it kind of really i i stepped into a little bit more of a negative mental space and mm. i think it kind of yeah. just like spiraled downwards from there i think i sure. not that i didn't deal with it correctly but just different situations and circumstances mm. kind of um you know trying to find being so desperate for other people being friends maybe holding on closely yeah. to the wrong people yeah. um and um and then it was also i think the adjustment of when varsity ended as a whole so the new degree started and then i finished that the motion design degree and then yes. kind of just being in the world mm. and i think it came as a huge shock mm. to my system that now and also not doing i expected like oh then i'll just get a 9 to 5 and yeah. design and whatever and then that didn't happen because i was kind of you know i'm grateful for the fact and it, it it's such an awesome thing and not to take away like not to say that i'm not thankful for it i really am thankful to be in the create to be an artist mm -hmm. um but i was kind of just put into the yeah. space and having to to not either have to sink or swim yeah to yeah. so either have to sink or swim yeah. and to just be like yeah it was just different like it wasn't school anymore there was no longer sure. You have a lecture from this time to this time. There's yeah. no lecturers coddling yeah. you, like telling you, like, yes, this is going well. This is, yeah. well, you know, you do. You need to fix this and this. There's no yeah. kind of that support system of having the option mm. of going to your friends and chatting with them about doing mm. the same projects. Like you're not doing the same yes. thing as everybody yes. else anymore, mm. and you kind of have to. Yeah, you kind of just have like you said, you sink or swim, you know. Yeah. And I am thankful I did have a great family that's an awesome support system yeah. and like have a great church and I um have I mean the ladies that own no end they're just such a great support system mm. and they really help me with art stuff and everything. So I'm really thankful for all those things, but it was still I think I'm a person that also really struggles with change mm. and just to have to just to have to adapt to all these changes happening simultaneously so quickly yeah it's a lot that really yeah, having to adult basically yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. that exactly. really got me <laughs> adulting one one like changes are happening yeah. You know? yeah and and perhaps share with us some of your challenges that you've experienced as an artist i mean there's you as a young girl who's going through all these different changes having to adult and what not mm. But there's also the artist who's going through all these transitions and you still have to be creative and yes, pour yourself out. Yes, that's so true. You I know, think it was yeah. one of one of the major adjustments was I don't want to say creating work on demand because it's mm. not like that. Um or I don't experience it that way necessarily, but um yeah, but just having to to just constantly be creating work it was no longer just a thing mm. on the side that i just loved to do and do every now and again yeah. now there's an exhibition coming up and you have to produce work yes. and um i think that was something that was like kind of a little bit daunting that like wow now yeah, i have to be sure. this like creative <laughs> machine <laughs> and i have to kind of make work and then dealing with i always thought of myself as like a super introverted person and i guess i'm not like i think these last this last year and a bit has taught me that i do like i guess i do appreciate my own space and everything but yeah. i do really prefer to work with people around so okay. having to 
work alone mm. like and my mom was really kind like we had a extra room downstairs in the house and she was just like you know let's take this let's convert it let's make it like a little workspace for you and that was really really sweet but even like in that workspace i haven't like i feel like i haven't found my place even in that space okay. that they create that that we've created for me downstairs at home and i don't know if like honestly if it's the right space for me <laughs> but because you just feel so lonely and mm. isolated there's mm. no one to really to readily share your ideas yeah. with like yes i can make my artworks and then go show them to someone yeah. and be like can i get your opinion or whatever but when you're sitting there in the studio the alone process, making yeah. work it's kind of like you're just there alone and then because the exhibitions are far away you're just like am i even doing anything am i is this even meaningful because everything is sure. so far away yeah and seems so disconnected mm. so you literally just feel like you're just sitting there not doing anything <laughs> mm. not making an impact oh, and sounds... then i guess these are thoughts and feelings that i'll have to work through mm. and have to learn to change perspective yes. on. Yeah. but it's still the beginning of the journey and this is it truly has yeah. been my experience so yeah yeah and how have you been working through them so far do you badly <laughs> you don't look like yeah. it yeah. <laughs> It's been a struggle. I don't even know, guys. It's literally like a day by day, like, like mm. just just trying. Because again, it's like you have to kind of try and find a sort of set structure or set yes. routine. And I'm a very routiney person. Like I love routine. <laughs> I and can I tell. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> You look yeah, like you're, yeah. Gonna, like, yeah. Wake up at night and then yeah. we're gonna stretch and then we're gonna have tea and then yeah. we're gonna journal. Like, I love the idea of that. Yeah, but actually, is, getting yeah. into that is so hard. That is like, true. it's been more than a year now and I still haven't been able to get into a set sure. routine. And I think it's because of those that influx of thoughts and doubts mm. that keep pushing you down, that keep those thoughts of like, uh, I'm not making a difference. Mm. Uh, what am I doing? Like, I'm just sitting in this room painting, yeah. like, uh, and it's like those thoughts that kind of weigh you down. It's just like, right. okay, what's the point of even having like a wake up time sure. or whatever? Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not really doing anything, yeah. which is sure. not true. Which is not true. But it's just a narrative that you have now formed. Yeah. And now you continue to play that narrative in your head. Exactly. And it's so it's quite interesting what you just mentioned now about, uh, you know, struggling with all these thoughts. And one would think that the, the perception is artists use all that negative emotion yes. to it's produce work, yeah, you know, exactly. artwork. And I think that is partially true because yes. there have been days where, you know, I've just, I've just, gone downstairs to my little workspace and i've just been like don't even really think of this as like a art gallery piece or whatever mm. just like just like whatever it or is that makes me think today. Yeah, yeah just like put what you like use it as therapy yes. and i think that's yeah. that's really like kind of to your guys's point of uh self-expression sort of mm, one yes. of one of our talking points of self-expression um that's where like that's where it's really been helpful as yeah. well just using it as a tool like a meditative tool to just like go through what you're feeling at yes. the time what you're thinking at the time and you just like pour it out on the paper mm. and you don't even really it's almost like your subconscious playing a game with them with itself because you don't even really have to think about yes. it hard right. or intensely yes. right you don't want it to be contrived right um but you you just go yeah just go downstairs and just be like what am i feeling today okay i'm just gonna put that on mm, on the yeah. page and having the privilege to be able to do that as work yeah has also been like a real blessing to yes. be able to have that outlet yeah um when so much is so confusing and so much has changed and you're adjusting to so many things yeah. having your work as your outlet is like Mm. that's unthinkable that's such mm. a huge blessing like right. being able to do that is like yeah it's huge wow. yeah yeah you you actually you come across as very light so you feel like a yeah. feels like a fairy yes. oh, <laughs> <laughs> the 
was, so, so this was me on opening night at, at, at the exhibition. And I, I was with my girl. I was with Penny. Mm. And I walked in. And I walked up to someone who works at the gallery. And I was like, okay, I'd like to see one of the artists who's exhibiting. And they pointed me at Pumlani. And he's a tall, big guy. And I was like... Point me at someone else. <laughs> wow. And, oh, he's such a soft <laughs> And they pointed, they showed me the other guy, and then they showed me you, and I was drawn to you. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's my guy. That's my girl. I am going to go for, talk to her. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like you're such a light person. Like, you're you were the, very light. Your energy was the lightest in the room. Oh, like, it was just like drawing me. You really look like you don't have problems. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if only you. Yeah, no, it's that's so crazy, and you guys aren't the first people to say that. But really? I think, yeah, there is a a certain hope and a lightness that I really want to, and that I think that I that I do have. I think there really? is a certain positivity and a certain lightness about me. But I've been with the artwork that I've been dealing with has been so like heavy because of all the hard things mm-hmm. that I've gone through, and then you know, having being put on meds as well, like having been put on like antidepressants wow. and things. It's also like such a confusing thing as yeah. well to have to adjust to, like, I feel like it's such a whole like psychological process oh, having yes. to adjust. It's, it's oh, like yes. kind of first dealing with that first phase of like, oh my gosh, this means I'm not okay. This mm. means I'm not like a functioning human being. Oh my gosh, I'm on these meds. And then you're constantly reminded about it every morning and every night yeah. when you have to take them. And it's like this whole like, ooh, intense, like ooh, really, yeah. really ooh. heavy thing. And then just, then all the side effects of like, um, I was listening to one of your other episodes where you talked, where you spoke about like being on antidepressants and then at some point like feeling like, it messes with your emotions. Like yeah. all of a sudden, you just now like I'm just you now. Don't yeah. have exactly. And having to go through that and being such an emotional person, I'm such yeah. an emotional person. Sure. And I love to express and I love to emote. Yes. And then having to have your emotions numbed, and then all the other side effects that go with mm-hmm. it, and then all the changes, and having to deal with like the fact that oh now I'm an adult. There's I'm not at university anymore. Like all of these things. It's all really, really heavy, mm. and I've been dealing with very, very heavy subject matter, mm. and I'm at the same time really appreciative of that because a lot of people have connected to and related to that, that those true. heavy things, and have been like, "Wow, you know, I've felt these same emotions. I've gone through these yeah. same things. Like this artwork yeah. really resonated with me because of that." And then they don't feel it's not such a lonely place right. anymore. Mm. You feel understood. You mm. feel a little bit connected. But I do want to. Um, my aim for this year is still obviously still be real, still be true, still yes. um, express myself um, on whether it be the Illustrator art board or the canvas or paper to be mm. more truthful. Um, <laughs> so still expressing myself, but I do want to bring in that sense of lightness and that sense mm. of hope and that sense of joy and softness and yeah. peace so that's yeah. definitely like a goal going forward this year especially with okay. the two solo exhibitions which is so exciting because it's like you get this whole space to yourself yes. you can do whatever you, you want with it. you're guaranteed <laughs> an audience like that's such a blessing oh my like gosh. that's so freaking amazing so you've got solo exhibitions and coming up yes i've got oh, two great. solos coming up uh one in June, if I'm not mistaken, okay. in Cape Town, and then one in August in Joburg at No End. So I'm just like, oh, I've, I've got like these awesome opportunities yeah. to just do literally whatever mm, I want, yeah. like grab it with both hands, but make and still make beautiful work mm. that touches people's hearts, but try to bring in wow. a sense of hope and a yes. sense of lightness because that's also part of who you are. I think in like today's culture and in today's w- world there is a um there's like a simultaneous stigma and focus on depression that is true because it is it is so real yes. and um and i think it's it's kind of i think we're going through this whole like where art and creativity and whatever it's just kind of like this cathartic experience mm. where you can 
let it out mm-hmm. and whatever and yes. you can let out their emotions and people are and with social media as well like if I think of like you go on Instagram and an artist posts this thing and it has to do with their depression or whatever and um and they you know and you connect to that and that's so important like you just don't want to be left alone you're not left in the dark there's so much like there's so much openness about it as well but at the same time and i've seen it with myself sometimes you can really get sucked into that Mm -hmm. and feel like oh my art is not worth anything if i'm not talking about something sad or something Mm -hmm. negative so just trying to yeah bring in that lightness yeah. i guess yeah. find that balance yeah. between the two yeah it sounds like and a still be authentic yes. yeah yeah so, so earlier on we we spoke about going to church mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. i did promise that i was gonna bring it back yes. <laughs> so i'm i i'm very much interested in in just knowing how this helps in dealing with your mental health issues Yo. and why you why do you even go to church let's start there why Yo, do you go to church i go to church because i'm a christian <laughs> <laughs> yeah God says that yeah. I'm a christian like he's created the church he's created the body as you know we edify one yeah. another and we encourage one another mm. and he he yeah and he tells us he commands us to meet with one another and meet with other believers but it's really been honestly just one of my saving graces even if i think of like 2019 was just such a hard year with Mm. all the adjustments and all the changes and i started doing biblical counseling which is like connected to our church it's like basically like going to a psychologist or going to therapy mm, okay. bible based church based and and it was really just seeing just the amount of hope there is in god in christ specifically mm. and um and just seeing like all the verses and kind of all the psalms and things where he's just talks about like you don't walk you're not walking alone i'm there for you Mm -hmm. i walk with you i'm carrying carrying you you know like and um and i think again it's kind of going back to the whole mental mental health thing a lot of people feel alone a lot of people don't feel understood and i think with church because it's people that you're fellowshipping with it's right. people that are so you you're not alone in that yes. in that sort of physical sense you yeah. don't feel yeah. alone but yeah. also with god in a sort of like you don't feel alone in the spiritual mm. more abstract way as well because even if you feel like oh my gosh these people don't understand me like i'm going through this i guess i'm thankful that they're here for me but they just don't understand my struggle you know that god understands your struggle yeah Um, so yeah church has been a real real blessing and just to be there's just i mean like for me my faith has just such a message of hope of like redemption that there is a savior that you know like if you yeah if you confess your sins and you come before the lord yeah. and see how like broken you are because yeah. we're broken as people there is grace wow. for you and there is forgiveness wow and, okay um yeah so that's my my little two cents it's <laughs> very interesting you mentioned yeah. that because um i've always t- like treated those two separately and the two i'm referring to um things like dealing with mental health issues mm-hmm. and and the church and the mm-hmm. church which is sort of like i don't want to say religion because yes. i'm not really a religious person yes. person i'm more of a spiritual person yeah but i've always treated those two separately yeah and i think up until last week that's only when i i really like kind of clicked. it clicked i'm like yeah. this is actually one thing mm-hmm. because i've been going through this journey and jackie knows about it where um I'm in these life coaching sessions with mm-hmm. fantastic coaches, life coaches, who have so much knowledge about um, different tools and techniques on, on how to 
um, be mindful of your thoughts, mm. how to be in control of your mind, yeah. how to balance your emotions and whatnot. And then, then I go to church on Sunday, right? Mm. Yes. I, yeah, praise my Lord, hallelujah. But then, <laughs> it like feels disconnected. It feels yeah, like it feels yeah. It felt, it felt like sort of like going to the club and then. I don't know. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? I get you. I get you. Until last week. Yeah. And it actually clicked. Um, so there's, there's this one verse. So I'm just going to be very frank. I didn't grow up in church. Mm-hmm. Like growing up as a child, my parents never went to church. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that close to the Bible. It's still, it's still a journey for me. Mm-hmm. I'm still studying mm-hmm. this, this thing called the Bible. But there's this verse that's very popular. Um, you know, and I've heard it many times about transforming and renewing of your yes, mind yes. and i heard that verse from three different people last week i first heard it on one of the podcasts that i listened to um and then i heard it from uh, another family pastor and then i heard it at church oh wow and then i was like no nah, there's something here yeah and as i went deeper into it i realized that um basically the bible talks about finding different ways to or different environments to renew yourself mm. if you're constantly staying within environments or with people that suppress you yeah. Yeah. or that do not encourage your growth your mind will not grow and oh, you sure. will not develop yeah. you get true. what i'm saying yeah, that's true so that is when i realized that as a person it's very important for you to um, feed your spirit as well yeah. And what, what was such a defining moment for me is that um, we always think everything starts in the mind. That's true. We think, okay, when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to start thinking positively because if I don't, then my mood is down and then everything else is affected. Mm-hmm. And what I then realized is that if your spirit is actually not intact, if your spirit is dirtified, your yeah. mind already Affects becomes it. negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If things in here are not healed or not cleared yeah. you automatically think negatively mm. and that's when it clicked for me that you need to fill your spirit up first mm. before you can actually start learning all these techniques about how to mm. you know what I'm mm. saying and how do you fill your spirit mm. for me God fills mm. my spirit yes. first you know what I mean um, Netflix won't fill my spirit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rap music won't fill my spirit it'll get me turned up yeah. <laughs> but it won't fill my spirit yeah, yeah you'll forget for a second yeah I'll forget <laughs> but if, if I if I work on, on, on or if I read verses that fill me up and that make me feel whole then I feel like that's a knock-on effect on the rest of your whole being. Yeah, that's you know? so true. It really starts with that whole, yeah. with renewing your mind. Yeah, like, yeah. Renewing your mind in truth. So for me, that's that's the personal, um, what can I say, turning point mm. that I experienced, which was like a big aha moment for me. That's great. Yeah. So now you don't feel as if you're cheating on God when you no. go for No, it's one thing, I'm one dead. party, one bash. I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. quite interesting because I've yeah. always I've also always wanted to find out. But why do people go to church? Like, yes. are you there to tick a box or what? Like, mm. why exactly? And I also would ask myself the same question as well. Yeah, yeah. I think until last week that I actually like I'm here because this needs yeah yeah it needs you know yeah. to be filled up yeah yeah. No, I was telling Buddy that at, for me right now I'm still trying to move away from church being something my parents made me do mm. to something that I want to do. Sure. So I'm still struggling with that. But I have I feel like I've got quite a strong personal relationship with God at, yeah. at home. I do meditate. I, I do read the Bible in the mm. evenings. I pray often, you know, I have that little ritual for myself that I yeah. do every night. Yeah. So but just the physical going into the house yeah. of God yeah. is a bit hard right it's a now. Bit hard, yeah. And um what I, we were also talking about actually before we started the podcast was how church has somehow been it has become a place for us to find ourselves for mm-hmm. and I, I think that's another contributing factor when it comes to mental health issues mm-hmm. yeah. having that self-identity crisis mm-hmm. and kind of like what is my purpose what is my place mm-hmm. yeah. in this world right now yeah. and I always wonder do you feel do you feel your art addresses that in some way or or you I think it doesn't necessarily like point to 
um, like what it's me expressing yes. sort of my place and yes. my purpose in That's the world, true. but it doesn't necessarily dictate to other people what their place or their purpose mm, yeah. in the world should be. Yeah. It's very like open to interpretation in the sense that I invite other people to also bring in their own baggage mm, their oh, own experiences when they look at the artwork yeah. and to to kind of form some sort of connection some sure. sort of emotional connection mm. with what they see mm. being exhibited yeah. before them so yeah it's not necessarily dictating that this should be your place or this should be that area but I just want it to be a sort of like like I want my work to be like a kind of like a safe space, like where you can bring yeah, yourself in, that. where you can feel somewhat understood, like even mm, just a yes. little bit, where you're just not alone. Mm. Yeah. Did you also when you, when I was at the gallery? So there was a the there was the one the art piece right at the door. Yes. On the right. Yes. And then there was the other art piece. When you go into the space, there was a wall. And um, it, was, it looked like it was painted on, and there was like a bed, an unmade bed, and and, and oh yes, yes, yes. Was that yours? No, no, that oh, wasn't okay. mine. I just did okay. the one where you walk in, and then I did the animation on the flip side. Of oh, that. the animation! What did yeah. that look like? If you can, the animation. Help us just visualize that for the person who's Let listening. Let me quickly show. Oh, okay. Like, we can just describe it. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, it was podcast. It was I can't just show you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> show the world. <laughs> take, us, take, take us through, like, you know. So, yeah. it was just kind of, I think, now looking back, just an expression of where I was at the time last okay. year. It's kind of this figure mm-hmm. that's swimming in mm-hmm. this, like, mud and yeah. muck and mm. this wild space where there's just so much going mm. on mm. lots of sad faces lots of okay. like intense emotion but it's just kind of this figure swimming through mm. this world that i've created that's a very negative space yeah. actually sure um but it's kind of speaks to where i was at last year just mm. swimming through all these things being mm. so uncertain being so confused kind of just being in the wilderness and wow. like just confused and I'm already connecting just by that exactly. description. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, you preaching, preaching <laughs> like I'm I'm feeling that intense emotion already of how you were feeling at that moment yeah. when you created yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your um process like when you get into creating art? Do, I, do you put loud music on? Oh, do okay. you light a blunt? What do you do? <laughs> I do not light a blunt. <laughs> what would mommy say? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, no, I'm, I'm not joking. But um, <laughs> um, I kind of just... I just start, you guys. Like okay. I, I usually like to put on music. Like I like okay. to put on... like. Right now, I'm into lo fi hip hop beats to spend oh, to relax. Oh, I love it. Love lo fi hip hop. I just listen to like just whatever like playlist Spotify okay. has made for me that okay. week, or like just a like like just instru- more instrumental okay. music, like more like feeling music. Okay. Like, I'm just like, oh, these songs like make me like they kind of like exude a certain type of yeah. anxiety that okay. I want to be dealing okay. with in this okay. artwork. So I'm going to listen to that to kind of get mm. me in, in that frame of mind. And then yeah. so I'll put on music and I'll just start. I'll just start. I really like using um like bucks, like mm. the buck animal in oh, my artworks. Yeah. So I'll, sometimes it'll just start with like a buck or it'll start with something. But I just start or I just start like with colors on the screen. Yeah. And... Then I'll like maybe sit down and I'll write like, okay, what am I trying to express mm. or what am I feeling? And then like, mm. I might like save that document and put it away and start working on another thing that's still related to that yeah. thing. And then maybe pull that other one up again. But I haven't really got like a set process. Okay. Like I just kind yeah. of, but as long as I start, but as long as I start, but I think mu- music is also really huge a huge part of it okay. um, listening to music while working like listening to other people's to that point of self-expression again mm. listening to other people's 
modes of self-expression and trying to extract things that you relate to and connect mm. with from them so for example um one of the main records that i listened to last year was all sweatshirts some rap songs sure. and he wrote it in a time like it was a really it's a very depressing album and it like deals with his depression and it deals wow. with his mental health it, um it was in 1986 or something i'm not, I'm not sure there was one or like one of the tracks yeah i don't think it's okay maybe that's like from a different album yeah but he um he kind of it was around the time his dad died as well so he's dealing with the grief of his father Mm. passing away and like just the instrumentals on that like the the kind of music the background music and then the raps and everything and Mm. it's got like this gritty texture Mm. and then like sometimes the music is at like the same level as his voice so you can actually not really hear what he's saying (laughs) is this like mixed by a two-year-old because like <laughs> i can't like it but it's all part but of the aesthetic emotion yeah, yeah. 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 and wow. i would i would frequently just find myself listening to that and making because again like i could extract like yes i haven't gone through the same griefs that mm, he's gone through and true. we have completely different life experiences mm. but there's certain there's certain connections you and there's relate. certain things that i yeah. there's certain emotions that are the same certain things that you can connect to so i would just listen to that and like extract from that and be like wow like i love the way Mm. all is expressing this thing i hope i can like express it in a picture like a lot of the like it was to me it sounded like very very layered Mm. but very Mm. muddy and very gray and that's sort of what my work kind of started to express like Mm. very like visualizing the song in sort of the form of an art piece and then also I was listening to Flume's record, Hi, This Is Flume. It's like his mixtape. And again, it was also like just one big project, but all these like gritty sounds and like all Mm. these things that you kind of find like inspiration from and you make from that. Wow. Sure. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. That is really cool. I feel like you're the first guest. We've always... This podcast has been about, you know, making music be the catalyst right. in the conversations. And I feel like you're the first guest to actually brought music oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, so yeah, I'm sitting here like, mm, I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, nice. like, I'm going to listen to this album. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. I'm so happy. Music is a huge part of my process. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing that I would definitely say is part of my process yeah. is music. Yeah. 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 Um, with the knowledge that you have of artists you know and their struggles what do you think um is required from us as a society to support artists um for them to thrive even more in in what they're doing i think communicating no i think first buying all our stuff no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) that is a good yes we do on a more serious note though but like communicating communicating the fact Mm. that um you connected with this artwork that this spoke to you because that also kind of is linked to purpose for us correct to some degree Um, Mm. it's not the prime not the primary but it's it's one of the factors of like like one of yeah, like the factors that right. I think of when I think of yeah. like purpose yeah. and creating and whatever you That's want to true. touch people, you want to connect sure. with people. Sure. So speaking out and saying like, wow, I, mm. you know, when I looked at this or when I listened to this mm. or when I read this, I really felt this mm. way, you know, did okay. you, did you maybe feel that same okay. thing or whatever to be like, oh my gosh, actually, that's a, so starting conversation and starting dialogue with you know the artists who are open to speak to people and I was communicate about, about what, what are the avenues to, to to communicate i think social media okay. i think like yeah, even okay. just a, a young dm yeah, like yo really hey, i appreciate it i appreciate yeah. it i really connected okay. with this thing or well, even if you can at an exhibition on mm. you know face to face just being like this really meant a lot to me or mm. you know just connecting on that level just that. through dialogue through yeah. conversation yeah. because at the end of the day that's what it's about it's about you know starting conversations mm. and and helping people and helping one another mm. and encouraging one in, one another and letting one another know that we're not alone in our struggles mm, because a lot of true. us oftentimes feel the same but we mm. feel so alone no okay 
kind of apart from communicating. Apart from communicating. Yeah. Bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's definitely. You're yeah, yeah, buying, but, okay. but I mean, buying it because you want to as well. Yeah. Like, I, I always, I'll buy a piece because I connect with it. Because yeah. I'm like, that's oh, really, this is really, this really expresses how yeah. I feel in this moment in time. And I want to buy this piece as a memento of, like, yeah. how I'm feeling. But yeah, communicating and... Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> right. No, I'm definitely planning on starting an art collection. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's nice for you because you get a pretty thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm yeah. literally like uh, this is my this is my apartment. I'm planning my dream apartment right now. It's got yes. plants everywhere. Yes, painting. It's got paintings. It's got vinyls. I'm not gonna have a TV. I'm gonna mm, have a record player yeah. and vinyls. Yeah. That's music. It. Gotta get that music. Exactly. Yeah. Just music, music, yeah. music, music. Wow. I've got another question. Do mm. do artists? I know artists obviously use their creative right to to mm. do whatever artwork. But do you ever paint on request? Like if a, yes. billion, if a billionaire comes in, like um, I'd like this Corvette of mine on a canvas. Yes, okay. we we do. Like I actually did a commission, um, fairly recently where. Uh, this lady had seen one of my artworks at Joburg Art Fair, and she was just like, "Oh, I really wanted it," but and it was a it was an original oh, work, so okay. it wasn't a, a print that could be duplicated. Excuse me, and she was like, "Oh, I really wanted it, but someone had already bought it. Can you like make something you similar?" Okay. Yeah, and obviously not going to be exactly, exactly the same, but yeah, yeah and you just okay. kind of like make on demand. You make that thing, but there's still it's a very special process because there's yeah. still like like there's still sort of ideas and emotions mm. that you mm. attach to it. Mm. Even though you, you you kind of know what you're making, mm. it's still a different process. It's still not exactly the same thing. So mm. it's still just as awesome as making yeah. an original thing okay. from scratch. Yeah. Okay. No. Sure. Um, no, my question's rather. I think, I've been, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm upset. It's yeah. upset. I feel like it's been a good conversation. It's, it's been great listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks and I was just like, what is self-expression? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for Thank your time, Thank you guys Bye. so much for yeah. having me on yeah. <laughs>